Episode 50. Episode 50. We made Woo! it. We made it. Episode 50 is here. We have, we decided to go back to our roots this week with the horrible audio quality. It's all my fault. I forgot a cord. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Try, try something new. Doggone it. I'm sorry. I forgot the cord to make the, the sound sound good. All right. For all you simple heads out there. So episode 50, we're going back to our roots. Hope you can hear us because this is the best you're getting this week. On to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, who would have thought we made it to episode 50? So let's get in. Yeehaw! Y'all boys ready for this? Power folks, let's get them around. 50. All the best sports talk in town. You got our hosts, Darren, Tim, and Chris. Baby, 50. We made it to 50. Give out all the power rankings. Laugh at all the teams tanking. 50. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to episode 50-50 of the This League Fantasy Football Podcast. As always, I am your host, owner of Team Fair Life, Chris Mitchum, along with the usual gang, the owner of the Mixon Administration, Tim Rader. 50 episodes is a lot. We're committed. We're here for you, the listeners. Almost AARP eligible, baby. And of course, I cannot forget the defending champion in his house, Aaron Hunt, owner of Let Russ Micro- uh, Let Russ Cook. <laughs> no, you're right. Let Russ Microwave should be my team name. Ready for episode 50 to go. Cheers to... Halfway to episode 100. Hey, boys. cheers, baby. Cheers, we'll get there baby. one of these days. Yeah, I know. It's I haven't been paying attention. Have you been introducing him every week as the defending champion? I have. It's a respect thing. I, I love I, it. Yeah. If I were you, Aaron, I'd be demanding it. So, I mean, you know, props to you, I guess, for remaining humble. But, yeah. I'm a gentleman. No. I'm a gentleman. Yeah. I, I caught on to it early on. Okay. If he did, if he stopped, I'd be like, where's my title? <laughs> hey, you're forgetting Put something. Put some respect right over there. on my name. Yeah, I know. All right, well, episode 50, our podcast is almost AARP eligible. I want to know how many just, like, regular podcasts, like, open up, and then they record, like, six episodes, and then they're just done. You know? They're just like, oh, that was fun. 37% of them. Kind of like the honeymoon phase of a, of, a, of a relationship, you know? It's like, oh, man, it's so great. I want to do the podcast every single day and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, ah, oh, it's a lot of work just putting out podcasts. But no, we are committed to you to our people, episode 50. Thank you for coming along for the ride. It is October 19th, 2022. And as always, www.thisleaguepod.com is where you can go for manager profiles, matchups, up to the second trades and waiver moves. That is where you go, thisleaguepod.com. Pack show for you today. Week six reactions coming at you, including the week six review. We have a trade ring of epic proportions. Get ready for that one. We have the power rankings. We have, of course, the This League guarantee. And we have the Week 7 preview. First, Week 6 reactions. The NFL is drunk. This was the week of the dogs, baby. Uh, let's see. The Jets beat the... Uh, Who the Jets beat? The Jets beat somebody good. Dolphins? Uh, Packers. 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 That's right. We are a football podcast. Jets beat the Packers. (laughs) Giants beat the Ravens. Falcons beat the 49ers. Steelers beat the Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Yeah, let's go. Off the dome, baby. Off the dome. We don't need notes. 
Um, yeah, this is crazy. A big week for the dogs. I, I imagine trying to put like a three game parlay last week. That's nearly like impossible, right? Cause yeah, that'd be just, tough. Pretty tough. Just so nuts. Yeah, pretty difficult. <clears throat> Unless you listen to the This League podcast. Am I right, boys? Let's go. Let's go. Week six reactions was it was it was nuts. Uh, also, another low scoring week for fantasy. Um, you'll see. We'll get into it later in the week six review, but uh, just a lot of low scoring stuff in general. I think the top scorer this week was like 143, when it's usually like 180 <laughs> or something crazy. Typically, like at least 150, if not 160. Yeah, surprising you don't know that actual highest score or number on the week. I'm trying to leave yeah. the people in suspense. Okay, okay, whatever. Leave the people in suspense. Before we get into the fun that is the trade ring, drinks of the week. Aaron, it's your house. Defending champion, you go first. What are we sipping on? Got a little bit of Woody, a.k.a. Woodford Reserve. Fancy. So, yeah, it's my favorite sipping bourbon whiskey and uh, always hit the spot. That is my favorite upper consumer level whiskey, mm-hmm. is Woodford Reserve. Mm-hmm. A little above, you know, the, the Evan Williams, but it's not your, you know, Angel's Envy. It's just right in the middle. It's happy. Always on the rocks, too. That's right. I acquired that skill during COVID, so. That's right. That's right. We all did. <laughs> we all did. I am drinking something not as classy. Don't judge it till you try it. It is the PBR hard ice coffee. Stuff is banging. Comes in four packs at your local Walmart. It is delicious. Who buys that? Who's buying this? It's so good. It's so good. Go get you some. Let's see how it sounds on this little microphone. Mm. Way to not spill any on your laptop. (laughs) That was a risky move. Risky right there. (laughs) And that a Mac right there, baby. A new one. Oh, you know, I'm having one of those days where you just feel hydrated, had lots of water throughout the day. You are hydrating? And I'm I'm hydrated to the max. I, I'm just sitting here. We're here for the vibes, the times, and the podcasting, you know? I, we're just vibing. No drinks. I'm big on vibes. Episode 50, all about the vibes. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get into what is maybe the most consequential trade ring of the year. Buckle in, because we got... A big, big, uh, what do you call those? A show card? Like undercard, main event, show card? Yeah. Fights? Main event. I'm trying here. You guys got to help me out. <laughs> Boxing terminology Boxing, tough. yeah. Thank you. We're a football <laughs> podcast. All right. Into the trade ring we go. The This League Trade Ring. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the This League Trade Ring. If you are new here, the rules are as follows. Two teams enter the ring and one team exits victorious we lay out the trade details and your hosts here will count down from three and decide who wins that trade we take into account not only the players but also the team agendas the team goals and what we think each team was trying to accomplish in the ring fellas are we ready for the violence let's go let's do it aaron throwing it over to you let's name our first participants so the first trade of the evening that we're going to discuss happened between Stretch and Hayden. And on the first portion of the trade, Stretch receives wide receiver Cooper Cup. Okay, number one overall receiver Cooper Cup. Dang. 
at least a around 20 points a game type of player. Now, and, and last week when I said he averages like 25 points a game, he literally averaged 25. I like I was just yeah. throwing out a number. He averages 25 points a game, which it's is pretty nice. good. Pretty uh pretty reliable. And then running back James Connor banged up lately. Okay. <laughs> cool. Cool. <laughs> Hayden on the other hand receives Derek King Henry, Sheesh. Yeti, aka Yeti, aka Tractorcito, Debo Samuel, and a 2023 third round pick. I don't think this one's easy. I'm genuinely, I'm curious I'm to, see curious what you to see say. what you guys line up yep. on. Yep. Um, all right, you heard the details. Stretch gets Cooper Cup, James Connor, Hayden gets Derek Henry, Debo Samuel, and a 2023 third. Gentlemen, are you ready? I am ready. Do it. All right. Countdown from three. Here we go. Say the winner's name on three. Three, two, one. Hayden. Hayden. Oh, my gosh. Clean. Sweet. Wow. Wow. Knockout punch. TKO victory for Hayden. It, that is hard and to he do. Give up, gave up Cooper Cup. That is hard to do when you give up the number one wide receiver in fantasy right now. Wow! And you end up winning the trade. Um, Tim, I'll, I'll throw it over to you, man. I, I, I didn't think this one would be close. I certainly didn't think it'd be unanimous. Um, but why do you think Stret, or, uh, Hayden came out on top here? I, I'll give it to Hayden. Um, turns a 29-year-old Cooper Cup into Debo Samuel, who's, I, I think, 26. Mm-hmm. 26. So, yep. you know, three years younger. I think he was wide receiver six on the year last year versus Cup one. He's been underwhelming this year, but the 49ers just haven't figured out the passing game. But long-term, dynasty-wise, I think that's a great move to turn a stud receiver into a younger stud receiver. Um, and then also to get King Henry, that's going to re- allow him to remain competitive um, if not, and likely this improves his chances to make the playoffs and be competitive this year, um, while also cashing in on Cooper Cup. Now, the the third round pick, I, I think he might have been able to get at least a second or maybe a couple seconds. Like, I think he could have even taken it further, but I'll give him a, a win over Stretch in this one. Aaron, anything to add on that? Yeah, just an extension of what Tim said. I think... At the end of the day, this is going to make Hayden net better than Stretch currently. So, like, with Stretch getting Cooper Cup, James Conner, he gets better for sure. But Stretch was already a playoff team. He more than likely was, with Derrick Henry and Debo Samuel, going to make a deep run. I think he still is going to be kind of in that realm. I don't feel like he got, like, incredibly better. As opposed to Hayden where he was like kind of, you know, on the fringes, very questionable bottom four of the league to where now I think he likes really solidifies himself as a chance to get that sixth spot. So I like it for Hayden from that regard. Yeah. I, I think I said the, the treacherous words last week that stretch currently has a, has a plethora of riches. Like he was, he's benching people like Ken Walker. He even considered benching Alvin Kamara the other week. Like you sh- should not consider benching those guys. With that kind of roster. Um, so I think he kind of did the have a prime lineup. You cannot get a better piece than that in Cooper Cup. So I absolutely understand where he's coming from. I, I don't know about you guys. So I certainly don't see this as like a home run Hayden wins. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. no. But like. It, it was a good move for Stretch still to chase chase the nut again. But but yeah. Hmm. Jeez. All right. Do you guys remember, was this 
before or after Penny went down? Did this trade go through after Penny after, was hurt? After. Okay, so he knew he was having Ken Walker step into RB1 role. Yeah. So maybe that was kind of like, okay, Derrick Henry's the one that I want to let go. Yeah. Hang on to Kamara and, and Walker. Yeah. It's just for me, whenever you have a top five running back in a season, it's just it's hard to give that up, you know? Yeah, running back scarcity, man. And it's you, real. You can't have enough RBs. What do you what do you guys think of James Conner? Do you think he's I, I that I think that's what gave him the loss in my mind was get you gotta get like ETN. Like do you think he had like James Conner R B one, like or high end R B two in his mind? And I don't know if you. That's would, a, if that'd be a great. There. That'd be a great question because in my mind, James Conner is done. He like, might just look at James Conner as like a depth piece that he got back, not you know wanting to play him necessarily, but somebody that in a pinch he could play. There you go. Well, congrats to uh, Hayden. I keep saying stretch. Jeez, Hayden. Uh, you think the guy that gets Cooper Cup would win the trade? But congrats to Hayden getting a haul for Cooper Cup. I know from Stretch's point of view, probably that was not easy to do prying Cooper Cup out of Hayden's arms, but dang, he paid the price for him. So Hayden walks out of that one victorious. Let's move on to arguably, probably not, I would say our main event, but our main event of the evening, the second round of the trade ring, fighting out of the left corner, we have somebody with a sound the alarm, new name alerts, and you will see why here very shortly. We are glad, proud to introduce Brees Lightning to this league. Welcome to the fold, Brees Lightning, owned by Zach. And you might ask, why did he switch from a... Uh, let, uh, let Dalvin Cook. Let Dalvin Cook. Right. What was his freaking name? I already forgot. Cooking it. up more. Cooking Cook up, up more. more. That's Cook. what it was. Yeah, Dalvin Cook. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, how fast we forget. Um, yeah, so why, why did he change from that? Where you're going to find out. In this trade between Zach and Steven, Zach receives running back James Robinson from the Jacksonville Jaguars, a 2023 second-round pick, a 2024 first-round pick, and a 2025 second-round pick. In return, Steven receives the one, the only, Dalvin Cook running back from the Minnesota Vikings. That is your trade. Zach finally offloads Dalvin Cook, and he gets a haul form back. Let's to see who we think wins this trade. Ladies and gentlemen, are we ready? Yes. All right. Maybe. <laughs> Countdown from three. Here we go. And three, two, one. Steven. Steven. I'm on the fence. This, this is this is an on the fence one for me. I'll hop on to Steven's side. Okay. I'll hop right. on to Steven's side. We'll give it we'll give him TKO. I will admit, I chose Steven because I thought both of you guys would choose Zach. <laughs> um it's even it's pretty even for me, but uh, Well then pick Zach. No. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats to Zach. No, Steven. Dang. For coming out on top of this. I am all kind of messed up this week. Um, Aaron, I'll throw it over to you, man. We say Steven comes out on top, and why is that so? For me, I am looking at Steven's situation, and he's obviously a contender this year. He knows that this is his time to shine, that he's got to make a move to continue to get some pieces as far as running back to really sure that up, just because, you know, he's got Leonard Fournette, um, he's got Nick Chubb. Those are studs, but if something happens to them, I don't really see, like, you know, he's got CEH, of course. Like, he's got AJ Dillon. He's got pieces he could throw in there, but not elite pieces to still keep him in the running. 
Dalvin Cook is an elite piece that just goes into a flex spot even for him. Uh, and so for him to get that uh, and for what he had to give up for it, I feel like it was more than worth it. On Zach's end, I do like the draft capital. There's nothing wrong with that, but you're probably looking at all of these picks being late-round picks because Steven's not going anywhere. And then James Robinson, that I mean, you're probably going to cut him after this year, honestly. Based on the trajectory of how things have been playing out, I just I don't see him having long-term value. So I didn't really understand that piece, but um, I think Steven wins this. Yeah, I mean, Steven, welcome to the arms race. Um, I think he wins it. He's he's a move he had to do because obviously you see Stretch getting stronger, you see Anthony getting stronger. He wants to be in that conversation, and it's tough to find a better win now piece than Dalvin Cook. I give him next year max as relevant. I mean, you've already seen he's kind of been injury prone throughout his whole career. It's not stopping this year, and his body's not getting any younger. So I would give him next week max or next week uh, next year max to be relevant. So I think knowing that you gave up a good amount. Uh, that's that's appropriate amount. So like I said, I could really go either way. I go Steven because I think the 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 goal is obvious there. He needed a win now piece and he got it. Yeah, I was on the fence, but I'll, I'll I'm actually gonna hop back over. I'll give Zach. I, I I'll oh, convince myself on okay, Zach here. Okay. okay. So Zach needed to make needed to decide, trade, sell the team a little bit, and reset, or or are we still think we got a shot? So turning Dalvin Cook, I think you could have gotten a first for most teams, but two additional seconds, second round picks are valuable. Um, and I'll give him the win, the slight edge, because he also hung on to Alexander Madison. If Steven went after the duo to get the handcuff as well, Steven probably wins that because then you have the injury risk alleviated and a future dynasty piece potentially. Madison's always looked good whenever he's been thrown into the, out onto the field. That's so a good point. I'll give Zach the dub for hanging on to Madison in this deal because if Cook goes out in two weeks, he just got all that for nothing. So I mean, you, you don't want to root for injuries, but if Zach, if that happens, Zach's gonna be you know dancing around the fire pit, just like going, having having himself a day. So, <laughs> so I, I'll, I'll jump into the other side of the fence and I'll give Zach. So it's not TKO anymore, right? Not unanimous. Yeah, I take my bell back now. I just can't get the image of Zach hopping around, a, <laughs> doing a rain dance around a fire pit. Now, yeah, what a beautiful man that is. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is your trade ring for this week. Real quick, there's another trade that might be kind of worth mentioning. It was between Hayden and Stretch. I know uh, Tim is on Hayden's side. Hayden's side, big time. Uh, Stretch gave away a 2023 second round, 2024 second round pick. No, Stretch gave away Rashad White. Sorry, Rashad White. Yep, and Hayden gave up a 20. Four second round picks. 23 second round pick. Right, right, right. Where do you line up on that, Aaron? I thought that was interesting. I mean, Rashad White's kind of an, a sexy piece. What was Rashad White's draft capital? Third, Third round. round pick. Third round? That's tough. Stretch, it's, it's, stretch it all took depends him, on where the second round uh, pick lands. Stretch took him 205 this past rookie draft. Yeah. yeah. So basically, it's gets another shot at a second round pick. Yeah. I think I, I think I lean stretch here. Um, Rashad White, you don't know how long the Bucks are going to be relevant for. Obviously, the idea of Leonard Fournette going down is, is sexy, and Rashad White getting all of that work. But after this year, Tom Brady's probably going to go. 
Leonard Fournette maybe goes. I don't know. The Bucks could be really. I mean, he's got bad. a three-year contract, That's so true. Yeah. it's going to be tough to get out of his contract until at least after next year. Yeah. So they're probably going to ride him until the wheels fall off. I think that's why I lean stretch. Where do you lean? I'd probably lean going the pick. The pick. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. We didn't we didn't want that one to go go unheard. That's a, that's a sexy little piece moving. So that is your trade wing. Trade wing. Trade wing. wing. Trade wing. Brought to you by B Dubs. That's right. <laughs> oh, Not man. a sponsor. Yeah. That is your 12 for 24 trade wing. I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, congrats to Hayden and congrats to Steven for winning your matchups. Let's get on to the week six review. Week six has come and gone, and I want to read you guys a tweet from Matt DeSorbro at Data Visuals at Twitter. He says, something about football feels off, right? Sluggish? That's because the first six weeks of fantasy scoring are the lowest in 13 years, down 22% from last year. We're seeing it in primetime games. There's a severe shortage of consistently high-powered offenses in the league right now. Are you guys feeling that? 2009. Are you guys feeling that? I kind of am a little bit. Low scoring? Yeah. I was 13 years old. I don't think I was playing fantasy football. And you would think with the rules the way they are now, like that wouldn't ever be a problem. I know, right. But defenses, I think, are just getting mm. smarter. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot, of, a lot of cover, too. Being a Bengals fan, you know, I've seen Burrow struggle with it. You know, just no explosive plays, kind of limiting those blow-up firecracker weeks for the top-end guys, but... But yeah, it's just maybe it's a, the new kind of uh, evolution in the NFL. Yeah, there you go. I think that really highlights the importance of those pop guys that can kind of blow open a game, like a you know a Josh Allen. Just throwing a name out there. God, I love him so much. All right, week six has come and gone. Let's just jump right in to our first matchup. We had Aaron and let Russ Cook coming into this one at three and two, taking on Zach. At one and four off of his first win last week. Can he build on it? Can he do another Zach deep season run? And prior to this, none of us knew this, but apparently this was Zach's personal win or go home game. Um, And obviously that was evidence of the Dalvin Cook trade we just discussed. And I mean, let's be honest. When you have a starting lineup that has Danny Dimes and, uh, you know, David and Joku as your flex, it's yeah, you know, you can't expect too much when you're going up against one of the top teams in the league. And I say all that because unfortunately, Zach does take the L 127 to 115. Now, this game was actually pretty juicy. It came down to Monday night. These two teams were virtually tied going into Monday night. Aaron had Austin excellent, Austin Eckler going into Monday night football, and Zach had Cortland Sutton. And the Chargers defense lined up between those two. Who would score more? And if you watch the game, it is not hard to figure out who did. And really, that was just the image of like Zach's whole season, right? Because Cortland Sutton really let him down with three points. The defense was kind of crappy against the Broncos compared to all the other ones. Meanwhile, Austin Eckler had a touchdown and freaking 16 targets. Good night for 10 catches. Puts him at the 20 four point mark Aaron do you know what rank Austin Eckler is in fantasy running backs right now number one maybe. number one remember when we were stressed out about him like the first couple weeks 
Yeah, last three weeks, 33, 35, 24. So Austin Eckler is doing just fine, led Aaron to the win this week. Now, I know what you're all thinking. Hey, let's check on that $75 mic. Boom. On Zach's bench, getting a whopping one carry for one yard and one catch. 75 bucks. Uh, Take to the bank. Baby. Come catch right to the bank, baby. Um, in other news, Paris Campbell's alive, though. That was hey. fun to see. Yeah, a touchdown cash. Give it up for Paris. Had him on my team for like two years. Right on, right on. And then for Aaron, real quick, we all know that he's had this tight end dilemma all year. But why choose a tight end when you can play just two, you know? And surely Kyle Pitts is one of them, you know, a lot of draft capital. No, he decided to roll <laughs> with Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard and it ended up putting him over the line. And he was able to pick up that W without Devontae Adams, without Amon Ra. So I'm sure he'll be looking forward to that. For Aaron, though, the search for the final flex piece continues. I mean, when he gets all of his spots back, who goes in that final flex spot? Is it a Najee Harris? Is it a J.K. Dobbins when he's healthy? Like, I think we have a very set lineup for Aaron when all of his pieces are healthy. You know, you got T. Higgins in there, Amon Ra. But there's that one spot that's left that's like, is it Deontay? Is it T. Higgins? Or T. Higgins is definitely in there. But is it Najee? It's like... He has a lot of good pieces, but does he have that one piece that's like, yep, that's him every week. We all know Aaron's a good enough player to make those decisions, though. So Aaron goes to 4-2 and two in the Chipotle division, keeps up with Anthony. Meanwhile, Zach falls to 1-5. and five. He sold Dalvin Cook. We can safely say that Brees Lightning's season may very well be coming to an end. Anything to add on that, fellas? Nothing to add. Shout out Kyle Pitts for scoring his first American Let's NFL go. touchdown. Ready to go, Kyle. And that's his one for the year, so yep. I think he's going to stay right on that bench. <laughs> that's his one for the year. Absolutely. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm excited I squeaked out a win. I was pretty nervous, to be honest with you, going into Monday Night Football. Yeah. And 4-2 and two sounds a lot better than 3-3, three and three, especially with Anthony just seemingly unstoppable. Uh so, yeah, I'm, I'm just glad I got a win this week. It wasn't my best performance, but given that people were on buys, I was able to pull it out. All right, let's move on to the next matchup. We deem this one the Light Skin Bowl. Here we go, Don. It was your boy, Chris, and Team Fairlife coming into this one at 3-2, and two, taking on Don and Team Don Perignon at 2-3. and three. And this one, I'm going to dub this as the matchup that didn't really happen. No drama, not a peep out of either <laughs> side. Don, are you okay? Are you following along at all? Um, how many uh, How many waiver wire transactions has he had this year? He has 100 fabs still. So he Oh, you can look that up somewhere. Keep talking, I'll look it up. Yeah, so uh, he played a full lineup, so that's cool. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit. So Chris, ho-hum, weak leader, scoring output. Josh Allen, 31. Saquon, 18. Gabe Davis caught a tutty. Pittman showed out with 26 points. And Ooh, Ramondre. Ramondre Seasonson started off hot, hot, hot. Um, and that would be 25 points for Ramondre Stevenson. Two touchdowns. And so just a solid, solid 147 output. Don, 98, cannot top or cannot cross the 100-point mark. Hollywood Brown goes down and out for a month plus. It's not looking like a season ender, but a foot injury for a receiver is always concerning. Juju scored his first 
Chiefs touchdown. There was a cool play, spun out of a tackle and just kind of you know, ran it. He looks old. He looks like he's 35 years old. He's still like 12, isn't he? I, he, he <laughs> I'm going to look right now. Juju's 25. Okay. He looks like he's 35 when he's out there. He His joints are not young. Um, so all that TikTok dancing gets you. Yeah. So aside from that, you know, San, Miles Sanders, 14. Chris Godwin got 15. He had 12 targets. So you like to see that for Don. And Lazard with a touchdown. You feel I feel like Lazard gets a touchdown or a decent yardage output every week. So he's a good play. Um, just across the board elsewhere, just struggled. Uh, Aaron Rodgers right now, quarterback 20. Oh, my God. He has not finished below quarterback 9 unless he's been injured in a year. So the Packers are just not finding their groove. So a barely QB2 is his week-in, week-out starter. That's just not, that's not a good look. And to think he had Josh Allen at one point. And Jalen Hurts basically in his hands before he refused to move a third pick to a second. But What was the Josh yeah. Allen capital trade? Do you remember off the top of your head? I gave him a f- was first, it just one first, I think, and somebody else. Okay. Oh, I gave him – no, that was for the Zeke trade. Well, I gave him Hollywood. Um, I just – I just I somebody. It wasn't much more than a first. Though. Yeah, The discrepancy yeah. was he, he wanted it a second and he wanted to keep it you know, a third or whatever. Or right. opposite. Or that was the Jalen Hurts yeah, trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, no drama because my team just showed up, yeah. took care of business. On to week seven. On we're next gonna, one. We're going to get wrecked. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> that sends me to four and two, um, only behind stretch in the Cadoba division. And that moves on to two and four, down closer to the bottom of the Chipotle division. We move on to our next matchup. We had everybody's favorite, everybody's favorite underdog, Clayton and the Red Rocket Woo-hoo! coming to this one at one and four, taking on the Alpha stretch at four and one. Guys, we knew this matchup was going to be low scoring from Clayton's end. I think we're just very accustomed to that. Unfortunately, we're used to that based off of his roster. I'm looking at it. But Stretch's team also didn't really show up in this one. Third lowest score on the week. All I'll say is he was fortunate to be playing yeah. Clayton in this one. Freaking lucky stretch. Kyler, Mike Evans, Taysom Hill, and Lockett combined for 30 points. Woo! Not what you want in this matchup. Kamara and Walker, they showed out, which was promising. And Cup got us 16 points, I think, which is hitting his floor. Yeah. And you'll take that every day. Devontae Smith also is pretty solid with a touchdown. And they did enough to get Stretch over the hump. But he just really needs more out of Kyler Murray and his tight end spot going forward. Uh, Murray, he used to be just like a top five quarterback. Was in that upper echelon sphere of Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts of the world. And he's just not there anymore. Uh, And the tight end spot has just been in flux all season for Stretch. So... Who knows? Maybe he'll make a trade. You never know. Yeah. Uh, for Clayton, he had Joe Burrow show up big time. Okay. With almost 40 points. Oh, literally almost half his points. <laughs> I was about to bring that up, which was the good news. The bad news is the rest of Clayton's entire lineup scored 43 points. <laughs> That's a big old oh, no. yikes. Damian Pierce on by. Surely doesn't help his cause. If he flexes both his tight ends, this is interesting, he would have won the matchup as his lone bright spots on his bench. Wow. Yeah. 
So play all your tight ends, apparently, Clayton, and that is the formula for success. His guys should perform better in the weeks ahead. This is an especially bad week, barely eclipsing 80 points. But going to always be an uphill climb for Clayton to get wins against anybody not named Don and Zach. And I'm ready to declare it right now. Clayton and Don will not at all make the playoffs this year. Oh, there is no chance yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. I think Zach has like a slimmer of hope still. If he loses next week, probably not. But they're both just squarely out and will probably be wins the rest of the season for whoever plays them. So Stretch and Super Camario in conclusion, they beat Clayton with a final score of 105 to 82. Quick two things. One, Stretch, you got lucky putting up 105. Number two, Kyler Murray being bad is a genuine concern. Um, that that nut championship, it was Kamara and Kyler. Kyler was a world beater that whole season. Him not performing for you, I mean, we've seen what an elite quarterback can do for a roster. We were seeing it around the league. And if Kyler's not that, that is going to be a harder hill to climb than I think than I think is expected. So keep an eye out on that. I think Kyler can go as stretched as season goes. We're going to move on to the next matchup. We had Tim in the Mixon administration at two and three, taking on a fellow two and three squad in Hayden and Country Roads. Take Mahomes. Tim came into this one taking two straight L's as he trudged through his personal injury purgatory. And Hayden also came out of the gates hot, but has since lost two straight. So, you boys, you know what that means. Which team gets off the Schneid, baby? We're getting off the Schneid. And the thing is that both teams played, like, fine. Both teams were fine, but Hayden lacked the superpower blow-up that Tim was fortunately able to get. Because Tim obviously got a 32-point bomb from Jamar Chase, finally, and a 28-point bomb from DK Met... No, I'm sorry, Aaron jo- Oh, no, wait. <laughs> a 28-point bomb from Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> Two tutties. Hey, man, you win who you win. Um, Yeah, so like I said, both teams kind of played evenly. Nobody really tanked for either team. Um, Obviously, you had some some dubs, some duds from both sides. But I think it was those two explosive performances that really put Tim over the top. And he defeats Hayden 134 to 107. Tim, the second highest point scorer of the week. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm giving my eyeball emoji of the week, the official one, to somebody. On Tim's bench, we have one Wandale Robinson. Wandale. Wandale Robinson, New York Giants receiver. I think in most redraft leagues, he is like the darling waiver wire pickup right now. Because this was his NFL debut. He looked great the preseason. He got injured or whatever. He came back. He looked the part, man. And whenever your top competition is... Richie James. I mean, you have a pretty good Kenny Galladay, right? Pretty good path to targets. So both on Clayton's team. <laughs> oh, dear God. Um, yeah. So I thought that was really good for Tim. Good pickup. Great debut. Who knows? Maybe he can sneak into that lineup somehow later down the road. You know, I'd love it. We'll see. But that is my eyeball emoji of the week. Wandale Robinson. Is this the final week of the Tim injury purgatory? We'll find out in the preview. Um, Tim, I would ask you if I told you that. Your three studs, three of your studs would be out for basically the entire start of the season, and you started three and three. Would you take that? 
you'll take a three and three start. You can, you know, you can turn a season around. Even right now, if you only got one or two wins, it's not too late yet. It's on the borderline, but three and three, I'd take it. All right. There you go from the man himself. Tim moves to 500 at three and three, and Hayden drops down to two and four. We have one final matchup remaining. And ladies and gentlemen, you know what that means. Get it, Aaron. I'm so excited. I'm back, everybody. <laughs> and in your game of the week, we had Steven taking on Anthony. In let's, a go, let's, matchup go, let's go, let's go, let's go. That was back and forth like a round of pickleball with retirees in Florida. That if you blinked, you might miss who was in the lead. They're good, Steven. Bro. It's a nice one-two punch out of Lenny and Tommy to start with a combined 36 points. Following that up with George Kittle getting 16 points and Christian Kirk just soaking in mediocrity with 10 points. Uh, Anthony, what? though, would not be denied because he says, take your Kirk and I'll raise you Curtis Queen Samuel with two catches for six yards. Absolutely elite. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Curtis Queen. Oh, okay, keep going, keep going. It's JJ cool. and Amari Cooper Energy. do their thing in their matchups with the Ravens D and Lamar also bathing in, what's that smell? Oh yeah, it's the sweet scent of average. The four o'clock games finally landed some haymakers that made this an actual, actual spectacle. Instead of a Boy Scout pillow fight, Stephon Diggs goes for 30 points, Woo! CMC with 22, ah! and Kelsey with 20 to keep us all from falling asleep before our bedtimes. And folks, this game comes down to Sunday Night Football, where Steven squeaks by on the back of A.J. Brown, who outscores CeeDee Lamb to lift Steven to victory after Anthony runs out of Boy Scout Troop 80 members to deploy. And yes, that troop is based in Dallas. Steven, for good measure, still had Mike Williams on Monday Night Football, who absolutely sharded his pants with a dud to just rub that L in Anthony's face a little deeper. Final score, Stephen 131 to Anthony's 126. Whew. My God. Did you buy some Boy Scout popcorn this week? <laughs> I have to say, we're going to have a Boy Scout troops. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Um, there, there, is, there is a King Samuel, so I felt like Curtis Queen Samuel was fitting. Ah, okay. Because of his performance. That fits. That fits. Um, yeah, this was, I mean, we, a lot of us called it. Um, you know, Anthony was arguably coming into his toughest matchup of the year. He came into this one at 5-0. and and we know Steven can pop off. And in their defense, 125 to 131, two of the higher scores of the week. So I think this matchup to watch kind of lived up to the billing. Steven gets the dub. Uh, Anthony falls to 5-1. and one, So I think it's safe to say that uh, Anthony's season's over. Thanks for coming out. Um, <laughs> Thanks for playing. Give it a shot. See you next year. Um, yeah, you tried your best, man. You tried your best. Tim, anything to add on this? Yeah, I'm hilarious. Uh, <laughs> speaking of shot, Brian Robinson's got to be in that starting lineup. Right, like that's a move that's got to happen for Anthony. Like he's he's clear RB one for Washington, goal line running back Gibson's nothing. So Brian Robinson, I don't know how he doesn't get in there, especially especially with you know Mister Curtis Queen himself. Like that seems like it would have been a a play I probably would have done. So Anthony can kick himself a little bit, but you know you win who you win. Ding. All right. Uh, <laughs> um. Oh, one thing I wanted to add before I left. I was I was kind of hoping in the back of my mind that Steven would lose, 
Because why do you spend up on Dion Jackson, like literally on Sunday, yeah. and not play him? Like I had a bet on him, and he was going to go straight into my lineup. He ended with twenty eight points. Like that's so good. I was really hoping he'd lose. I'd be like, that's why you don't freaking spend money on somebody Sunday morning. For literally one week. We know he's just a one-week guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? That just pissed me off. Give it to somebody that could use him. That confused me as well. <sighs> Sorry. That was that rant. Congrats to Steven. He moves to 3-3. Three and three, And Anthony, unfortunately, drops down to 5-1. and one. Ladies and gentlemen, that is your Week 6 review. Let's hope for some more exciting fantasy football going forward. But if we don't have to wait for exciting fantasy football because we're going to bring you excitement right now with the This League Power Rankings. Broncos country, let's ride. You know, I wish I could match that energy for the Power Rankings, but <laughs> spoiler alert, it's not a lot of movement. You right. know, there's some, some upsets and some big wins this week, but we'll dive right into it. Number 10, staying the same, the Red Rocket, Clayton. Number nine, the new Brees Lightning. Dang it. Staying the same. I had Don at nine. I was hoping to maybe shake it up. Number eight, Don. Team Don Perignon. Staying the same. Number seven, Country Roads Take Mahomes. Staying the same. That's, that's the line right there. It's like, okay, there's those guys. Let's, yep. let's get on to where. I wouldn't count Hayden out, though. He's like in his own line, though. Yeah, he's in his like, own tier. He's got his own little tier. He's right. in his own tier. I'll fair. give him his own little That's tier. Fair. Number six, the Mixon administration staying the same. <laughs> Number five, down one spot, let Russ cook. Let's go. <laughs> And up one spot at number four is Team Fairlife. Here we go. Who's going to get smoked this week? Stop. <laughs> so why did we do this to him? Stop. We're just going to switch spots next Stop. week. <laughs> Looking into the future. And top three, number three, Steven and Mount Passmore staying the same. Number two, Stretch and Super Camario staying the same really and holding on to the number one spot in the power rankings anthony and team uninspired youth staying the same did everybody have stretch at two i think i had stretch at three you guys both had stretch at two i had steven up at two i have stretch at two yeah what am i doing yeah no i I moved steven up for the dalvin trade i think on top of a little winning streak i guess i I guess i did like stretching the cooper cup thing yeah cooper cup yeah they they, all of them made some moves so yeah all right well that is your power rankings for this week like tim said pretty standard not a lot of movement things seems like that uh the league is starting to shake out we know who's going to be good who's going to be where i was talking to zach uh just a couple days ago and he said Pretty confident that the playoffs are set now, which I think is speaking too early. But, I mean, those top six guys, he's pretty confident that's where it's going to be. And then he says right now at this point it's just probably it's probably just seeding at this point. So he may be seeing in the future. We'll see. But one thing's for sure is that he's out. So uh, congrats <laughs> to Aaron. Your rival is out. So I'm Let's go! That one. All right. Let's go mm-hmm. make you some money. Let's get into the This League Guarantee. Now, Tim, you made a good point a couple days ago. I mean, like, we are just giving you guys money at this point. Like, I just don't see why you're not just taking out a mortgage. Yeah. 
I mean, this is a, a guarantee. Yes. You, you know, the def definition of guarantee is, you know, it's guaranteed. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Not it's 99%. You know, last week was the first week we parlayed our three choices. Um, and second mortgages, go to the bank, take personal loans from every single bank, credit union that you can find. Had you pulled together a million dollars, a cool milli, <laughs> last week and put it on the This League Guarantee, you'd be sitting... With a win of $7.2 million. Dude, what are you waiting for? Up 6.2, your profit. Even if you're paying double interest, you're at 5.2. <laughs> what are we doing here? We could all be in a mansion, on a boat, doing whatever we oh, wanted. Boom. So or even more realistic, $100, seven, 720 bucks. Yeah. Why, why are we doing 100 though? It's a guarantee. Yeah, it's, it's millions. Just cash in your life. You know, if, right. you don't, if it doesn't hit, just declare bankruptcy and try again. Yep. In case you need a reminder... Seattle, mine, plus two and a half at home against the Cardinals. Cashed. Aaron, Rams, minus 10, actually, against yeah. the Panthers at home. Cash. Hit. Tim, Bengals, minus two against the Saints. Guess what? Cash. Hit. All right, come on. This is easy money. Trust us. And guess what? We have another this league guarantee for you this week. Aaron, I crapped on yours last week. <laughs> and you really did. You had no faith. I did not. Dude, whatsoever. Yeah. I did not. But I'm going to throw it over to you first because I, I, I feel better about this one. Thank you for that. On my This League Guarantee of the Week, the Jets are plus one dogs on the road against the Denver Broncos. Ooh. And as always, i got a few points to back up why. Sure. Brett Ripien? Rippin'. 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 Don't even ball. know how to say his name. Could potentially start. Rippin'. <laughs> if Russ can't go this week, Russ picked up a hamstring injury and he is considered day-to-day. -day. So that is going to be good news for the Jets' defense, which I am of the mindset that they are ascending and that they're just continuing to prove themselves. And even if Russ does play... I think that the Jets D will cause him problems because, let's face it, it's let Russ microwave, right? Amen. And I think it's just going to be a low-scoring game in general. The Jets are going to control the clock because they've got a guy by the name of Brees Lightning. That's right. That is coming on strong and is not going to slow down. So with all that being said, lock in the Jets on the road. I like it. I don't, I don't hate it. I like it, and that's a lot coming from me on any Aaron bet. Yes. <laughs> All right, I will go next, ladies and gentlemen. This team is coming off a loss. It was it wasn't prime time, should have been, but I mean, I had the Jim Nance Tony Romo duo. It was an afternoon game. It was a battle of the best two quarterbacks in the league, in my opinion. You had Josh Allen against Patrick Mahomes. Chiefs lose. And guess what Andy Reid doesn't do twice? He does not lose twice, okay? He doesn't lose off of bye weeks, and Andy Reid doesn't lose twice. KC is traveling to San Francisco to play a good, depleted, but a good Niners defense. And KC is minus two and a half. As Harrison Bucker, Harrison Bucker kicks a game-winning field goal, you win money. This is the easiest thing in the world. You really think that KC is going to travel to what we all agree to be an inferior 49ers team. All right, this offense can't exactly figure it out. Jeff Wilson literally finished with negative fantasy points last week, okay? They just got whooped by the Falcons. So you, granted, yeah, they're going to come out and say, oh, yeah, we got beat by the Falcons. We can beat the Chiefs. No, you can't. Patrick Mahomes is going to come out. He's going to prove a point. 
Uh, I can see the Chiefs losing to the Bills and not many other games. And again, I'm not saying that the Chiefs are going to just clap them or anything like that. But winning by a field goal, easy money, Kansas City, minus two and a half at San Francisco, smash it. I just put down the parlay. Let's go. Everybody in. Everybody in. Everybody everybody eats, baby. Everybody eats. The last leg of the parlay, we have a team that deserves some respect. The Giants plus three on the road against Jacksonville. That is so rude. The five and one New York football Giants. <laughs> um, I don't know Jacksonville's Ron? record. Two wins, three wins. Like they're they're you just got lost to the Colts. They're, they're like you know they're they're an ascending team, but like you know the what's it called in math? You know the slope is very it's not steep. They're just kind of like barely walking uphill. That my friend is in a obtuse <laughs> I believe it and uh sounds right <laughs> and the Giants are just winning games it doesn't matter who what where when how Barkley is running all over everybody Daniel Jones is playing pretty well taking care of the ball for the most part compared to Daniel Jones of past their offensive line is solid the defense is really good they're, you know they're scoring points on pick sixes their special teams is good Dable is the coach of the year I mean, I, I'm in on the Giants this year. You haven't even mentioned Wandale Robinson. Future Hall of Fame receiver <laughs> Wandale Robinson, who's listed 5'8", might be 5'4". Like, I don't know. He's short. But the Giants are on the road. Plus three is going to round out the this league guarantee. I don't know how they don't win this game, uh, let alone just cover by three. So Right. Now, I love that. That's easy money. I, I have in the show, Doc, that that was also mine. Like, I was like, ooh, I love that. And then Tim already put it in. Beat so. you to it. I'm very confident on KC minus two and a half, too, though. Um, but, yeah, there you have it. That is your This League. Guarantee. Go freaking do it. Parlay. KC minus two and a half. Giants plus three. Jets plus one. And go make your significant other or family win your or mansion. Right. Go win your mansion. I like that. That's the This League. Guarantee. Let's talk about the week seven preview. Let's get on with it. Broncos country. Let's ride. Hey, hey. Ba, ba, ba. Bye, bye. Welcome back. The Las Vegas Raiders, Tennessee Titans, Houston Texans, and Detroit Lions. And ladies and gentlemen, we have a brutal bye week on Real our hands. Bad. Josh Allen, Gabe Davis, Stephon Diggs, get out of here. Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup. Uh, Daryl Henderson, I guess. <laughs> get out of here. Justin Jefferson, Dowlin Cook, Kirk Cousins, get out of here. Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Miles Sanders, Devontae Smith, get out of here. Bills, Rams, Vikings, Eagles, all on bye. That is brutal. Quick pick em update. Boys, you know I had to do it. You know I had to do it. Your boy had another perfect week. What can I say? Went 5-0. and Went 5-0. and In Aaron's Woo. defense, he's still on top after, Let's go! after, after six weeks. Boom. Um, I'm second, Tim is third. Let's get into these matchups, baby. Uh, we have some juicy ones this week, and I genuinely believe that. I know mm-hmm. I say that every week to try to keep you to get list, keep listening, but we have a genuine juicy week this week, and it starts with a square uh, with a matchup of four and two teams. It is Aaron and Let Russ Cook taking on your boy Chris and Team Fairlife, both squads at four and two. And we have a strong 
QB start to this review, preview rather, where we have Trevor Lawrence going up against Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh yeah, just what the people the, came for. The two quarterbacks, <laughs> I know you guys have been itching to oh. get these guys in your starting lineup. So just right off the bat there, Garoppolo versus Kansas City, Trevor Lawrence versus the aforementioned Giants that are going to rock them. Um, we talked about the bye weeks. Aaron's Eagles are gone. Gabe Davis and, and Josh Allen for Chris. Um, however, Aaron does return. Amon Ra, you know, hopefully all healed up after the extended week off with his bye. Um, and I mentioned it earlier, Hollywood's out. So Zach Ertz, solid, solid play. And I, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't take a minute to just shout out DeAndre Hopkins. You know, he's on my team, so I'll, I'll talk to him about him a little bit later. Um, but Aaron or the Cardinals new offense. How's it going to look? Chris, you're throwing spare parts out there. <laughs> sure you're, you're going back to driving baby girl. Trying to, keep the oil, trying to keep the oil from leaking everywhere. You don't know what fluids coming out of the car. We got Latavius Murray in the starting lineup. <laughs> Melvin Gordon was announced that he was going to be the starter. Nathaniel Hackett came out and was like, Did Oh yeah, Melvin Gordon's going to start this week. It's not Latavius Murray. So that happened. I'll believe when I see um, Bobby Woods in the starting lineup, he still sucks. Verbal, um, verbal meme. You know that meme of like the guy in prison and the prison guard waking him up and being like, ah, and he walks out of his cell. That's like me waking up like Robert Woods and Naeem Hines and Latavius Murray. Yep. It's like, we got a game this week. You're starting. Yep. Come on. Naeem Hines <laughs> in the flex and just nobody on the bench that you could throw in there with any sort of confidence. Renfro, maybe. Maybe. Any, any thoughts on Renfro? I mean, he's just been kind of a dud this year. Not what you yeah. were hoping to get out of him. I have Naeem Hines in there right now because I thought, you know, maybe Jonathan Taylor hurt. TBD whatever, but, still yeah. a little bit. But luckily, you you, you can maybe ride Ramondre to a, to a dub. Maybe you can squeak it out with him. A plus matchup versus Chicago. Um, but that's like, that's all you got, my guy. Aaron, plus matchups for Austin Eckler, RB1. Tyreek Hill looks solid no matter who is throwing him the ball. But Tua should be back, I believe, this week. <laughs> that was a groan out of Chris. If I, I ever heard one. Mike pick that up. <laughs> um, like I said, Zach Ertz, while New Orleans is listed as a minus matchup, I think it's a plus. They're missing a lot of guys. And Hollywood's out. D-Hop opening up. Uh, Zach Ertz in the middle of the field should eat this week. T. Higgins battled through his ankle injury. He looks like he's pretty much back. Oh, no. And Amon Ross St. Brown back off the bye. Strong, <laughs> strong plays every week. He, yeah, he has no injury tags no, no. whatsoever. <laughs> um, yeah, this is this is gonna be a, a spanking. <laughs> and Aaron's gonna, Aaron's got to win this one by like thirty to seventy <laughs> points. You know what, Aaron? I'm going back to my roots. I'm going to church this week. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to no, put, you're about to put up 95 no points. You're going to go against Jesus? <laughs> you're about to put if up... I, guys, if I lose this week, I might actually quit. <laughs> you're going to put up 95 points, and I'm going to put up 103 and win. <laughs> I will orphan my team. Yeah, I don't happens. see it. Don't see it. Uh, No, I'm, I'm picking Aaron. I, I can't even... Yeah, I'm picking Aaron. Yeah. Whenever you get Josh <laughs> Allen on the bench, along with Gabe Davis as gravy on top, I think that's a win for me. All right. Well, there you have it. Three straight picks for Aaron to come out on top of this 4-2 and two matchup, which is surprising. All right. Let's move on to the next one. We have Zach 
and Bruce Lightning at one and five taking on Don and Team Don Perignon at two and four. Aaron, don't get too excited about this one. I won't. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, temper my my energy this time around. Sleeper projects Zach to have a seventy six percent chance of victory over Woo! Don, which sounds right even with Don. Uh, seemingly not even having a full lineup currently. Don has some key players on by or hurt, especially at running back with quite literally no depth to cover them. Sanders is on by. Gibson demoted to second string. Damian Harris is still hurt. Elijah Mitchell is on IR. He can plug in Tony Pollard because that's literally the last one he's got. And it's a nice plus matchup against the Lions, but a timeshare still nonetheless. Higby's on by, and then he's not got a reliable tight end after that. He's got Albert O on his bench. Healthy scratch. A healthy scratch. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, really? Last week. I yeah. didn't see that. Yeah. Marquise Brown also just got hurt and is out indefinitely. And currently he has Olave on the bench who plays tomorrow night. So not sure if Don's going to make that That switch. is a solid start. Don, maybe think about it. We'll see. <laughs> hey, hey. If he decides to log in, we'll, we'll see. Um, for Zach, he's essentially... At full strength this week, minus yeah. Keenan Allen for now. Not sure if Keenan will or will not play. There's speculation that it could go either way this week. You trade away Cook, which means J-Rob <clears throat> is now by default a fixture in the lineup. Major downgrade. And I think Zach would, would totally agree with that. Tough matchups across the board, I will say for Zach, but I just trust the talent. I trust Brees Hall. He's going to get the volume. I trust Mark Andrews week in and week out. Honestly, like Rondell Moore even could be a sneaky play this week to stretch the defense with some of the injuries Tim was talking about that the Saints are dealing with. I also just trust the volume of Monty when he's healthy and the targets that Sutton's going to get. They may not be great targets, but targets. This is going to be a little scoring game, guys. And Zach has mostly waved the white flag going forward. But I think it's a race to 100 points. Zach clears it. Don doesn't look capable of that. Mike Boone. Mike Boone. Mike Boone. Oh, sorry, guys. That's just the uh, stakeholders of Brees Lightning out there wondering why they spent $75 on Mike Boone, wanting him in the starting lineup. I'm just, I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm just going to throw it out there. It's a big investment for a bench rider who could maybe be cut next week. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I'm taking Zach, though. Um, Mark Andrews alone is enough for, I think, to swing this matchup. He's a dog. He's really good. Um, and just Brees Hall is good, too. There's really nobody on Don's side that even has, I think, the explosive capability to keep up with those two. So I'm picking Zach. I'm going Hail Mary trying to make up some room <laughs> in the pick'ems. Apparently, I just suck at pick'ems. And maybe it's because I do this type of stuff. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Don. And I really want to see Terry McLaurin in the lineup with Taylor Heineke slinging it deep. Um, I think there's a chance that you know the, the commanders... I was thinking about this earlier. Side tangent. I'm going to call them the Washington football team. I like the name Washington football team. They're not the commanders. The commanders! That's a dumb name. It's the Washington football team here on out. Um, and not going to lie, it took me a good eight seconds to figure out who you were talking about when you said Monty. Oh, I was thinking like Monty Ball. I was like, throwback name. Oh, like, wow, I was like, Monty wait, Ball. who? Yeah. David Montgomery. Yes, okay, yes. okay. Yeah. I, I got there. But yeah, I, I'll take Don. Don't know why, but we're doing it. Wow. What a, what a name. What a throwback. Monte Ball. All right. You have one for Don, and that's not a confident one for Don. And you have two for Zach. That is that matchup. We're going to go to another one that I had trouble not 
getting overly excited about. And that is Tim in the mixed administration coming to this one at three and three, taking on Clayton and the Red Rocket at one and five. As it currently stands, Sleeper gives Tim a 76% chance of victory. And Clayton is coming into this one on a four-game losing streak. In case you're curious, the longest losing streak in this league history was Hayden last season at nine games. Sheesh. Tim, remember which, uh, game, which, which game he snapped that streak on? No, I'm not a league historian, so I don't have that off no, the, off the no, dome. Just, just maybe. Sounds familiar, but yeah, that, you know, maybe I don't know. I don't kept know. you out of it's, it's playoffs. Um, anyway, 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 anyway. Um, yes. So when you look at the bye weeks, Jalen Hurts is out for Tim. That's really the only guy you got to worry about on that side. Um, and then for Bo- or for Clayton, there's really no major buys unless you're looking at the Rams defense. Um, this is this is going to be a big week for Tim, though. Obviously, I think we're all going to pick him to win. But you're starting to see some familiar names start to creep back into that lineup. You got Jonathan Taylor currently lined up in the starting lineup. You have DeAndre Hopkins back Woo-hoo! in the starting lineup. Let's see if he can perform without his PEDs. We have DeAndre <laughs> Swift on the bench. He practiced limited on uh, on Tuesday, but it's, he's uh, the latest report was he's pushing to play on Sunday. So does he make a debut or a re-debut? We'll see. And he even has Dak Prescott going back to his uh, going back to his roots. Hit Dak Prescott plan. He came back at the perfect time. No kidding. And when you kind of look at Clayton's lineup, I mean, I don't, I don't, genuinely don't even know what to say. I mean, he's forced to start Elijah Moore, who is the wide receiver, seventy-five. Richie James, the wide receiver, 73. Chase Edmonds, the running back, 42. And Drake London, he's sexy, right? Wide receiver, 29. Is not going to get it done against most people, let alone a Tim that is coming back to full strength. Not much more to add here. I'm taking Tim to win this one. I, I genuinely want to try to pick Clayton a certain week. Maybe when you're playing Dawn or something. But I, yeah. I, just, I can't do it this week. Yeah, if... Clayton's playing Donner Zach. I give him a chance. Outside of that, sorry, no. Yeah, you, you hit all the all the points. In uh, Joe Burrow, Clayton's quarterback. You know, Atlanta's got a strong secondary, um, and so I, being a Bengals fan, I'm a little worried about that game. Um, so just welcome back, DeAndre Hopkins. Put those bets in for a first touchdown scorer. I want to say it was plus eight hundred when I got it earlier. D Hop, like it's. It's touchdown season for Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. I, I can't remember exactly the stat that popped up on the screen last week, but I want to say it was like a last year stat where the Cardinals were eight and two with DeAndre Hopkins and like zero and seven or whatever they were without him Dang. in the starting lineup because he, he had the a hamstring, I believe, or quad injury towards the end of the year where he just wasn't starting and wasn't really doing much, but being a decoy. But yeah, I'm excited to get Hopkins back. It's been a long time coming. Um, Feels like it was just yesterday he was just suspended. So yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean you survived, man. Uh, is is that is that first touchdown score like a little a little spice on top of the guarantee? Like yeah, it's, 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 it's not, not a guarantee. In the parlay. It's, it's it's don't it's put not it in a the guarantee, parlay. But it's like a Tim feels good it's, about it. It's the it's the Tim's looking at some you know first score and we got D Hop plus seven hundred. So you okay. know we'll that's take right. it. If you're feeling spicy, that's not a part of the official this league Thursday guarantee. night football. Something else to cheer for. It's spicy. Yeah, it's spicy. If you want to do that, so we're all taking Tim here. We're going to move on to the next matchup. We have Steven coming off the big win against Anthony at 3-3, three and three, taking on Hayden and Country Roads Take Mahomes at 2-4. 50! 
50. 50. 50. Uh, Steven looking to deploy his new toy that he traded for. Oh, 50. wait. Oh. <laughs> Bye weeks really suck, man. I mean, talk about just like having to wait another week for Dalvin Cook. I guess, you know, Steven's the man, so he's not really missing a ton of guys in his lineup. It's projected to be a close one. Um, Sleeper's got it darn near 50-50. Hayden's lineup's looking strong this week. Um, we've got Eno Benjamin getting some volume. Derrick Henry, uh, Hayden gets to deploy him for the first time. He was on bye last week after he was acquired. You know, Debo Samuel's back out there. Jalen Waddle should play. Dubs is, Romeo Dubs has got a plus matchup at Washington. Um, projected 127 points would be a solid week for Hayden and, and definitely um, something to put up points against Steven. Uh, I said Steven wasn't missing a few guys. I lied. He's missing A.J. Brown, Stephon Diggs, his defense, and the aforementioned Dalvin Cook. And Devonta Smith. It, yeah, I mean, he's just missing guys. Devonta Smith. No, I'm sorry. I was no, sorry. Steven? No, I'm sorry. That's stretch. <laughs> Wrong. Um, but so the, the the main lineup question right now for Steven, Rashad Bateman's in there. He has looked, you know, he, he's been injured, hasn't really been a lot of good practice reports coming out. They just added Deshaun Jackson. Okay. Blast from the past. <laughs> Um, so the flex plays are looking a little iffy. I wonder if you just put the ceiling play out there in CEH or AJ Dillon. A couple touchdowns, and you're talking about a top uh, RB one on the week. Feels like something maybe to do, but who am I to tell another man how to set his lineup? Christian Kirk's currently in there. Um, yeah, Mike Williams, who's you know, always up and down. So Steven's really going to be relying on his running backs. Nick Chubb in a plus matchup, and Fournette in a plus matchup. And then you got to see if Herbert can get it going. Quarterback eight on the year, which I is mean, fine. QB one, low end QB one. But I think Steven and most fantasy players genuinely would expect Herbert to finish top four. Yeah. So you, you'd like to see a turnaround there. And like Aaron, I think mentioned earlier, maybe Keenan Allen comes back to help him there. Um, but for this matchup, I got to take Steven. I think even a little depleted, I think he'll be able to take care of business. I'm going Hayden. Um, believe it or not, I really like like th- this is why I think the Cooper Cup trade we said we won he w- we won because uh you know Cooper Cup being in there is like yeah it's great but like the fact that Derrick Henry and Debo Samuel can fill two gaps for you mm-hmm. instead of just having Cooper Cup just makes your lineup look a lot better. Um, James Conner being out potentially being out I think he's gonna be a game time decision. That that you know Benjamin starts looking good despite last week. Romeo Dobbs, I'm really liking. Washington has the worst pass defense in the league, and Randall Cobb went down. So even if that's another couple catches for Romeo Dobbs, if he puts up double-digit fantasy numbers, I think you're happy. And uh, Travis Etienne is somebody I'm really kind of keen on the rest of the year. Nah, he's small. It's <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Tim. Uh, he's just been trending in the right direction. James Robinson has not been. Is that Achilles coming back? You know, we'll see. But um, I'm just really liking Hayden's team this week. And I think he caught Steven on a really good week. Because if Steven has Stephon Diggs in this lineup, if he has Dalvin Cook and he has A.J. Brown in this lineup, no way in hell I'm picking Hayden to win this game. But I think Hayden like picked Steven on a good week. He has some plus matchups. I'm rolling with Hayden here. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm also rolling with Hayden. I like the top end guys that he's got. Mahomes, Derrick Henry, Debo Samuel, and Jalen Waddell. 
and to an extent, potentially ETN. It's a pretty good core <coughs> to go up against uh, Steven with all the buys. Man, I hate pickums. <laughs> I, I, I hate pickums. It's whatever. We're here. <laughs> all right. Well, you have two for Hayden, the underdog, according to Sleeper and just common sense. Um, and one for Steven. Tim could make me and Aaron look real dumb here. But we're going to go on to the final matchup. And ladies and gentlemen, good God, is it a matchup to watch for you Sheesh. this week. We have the two five and one squads in the league squaring off. Who's the top dog? The top two in the power rankings. We are going to see Stretch and Super Camario at five and one taking on Anthony and his uninspired youth. Also at five and one. Sleeper currently giving Anthony a 55% chance of victory. And that is because at the time when I wrote this, uh, Philip Lindsay was in Stretch's lineup. He recently changed him with Melvin Gordon. So that moved it from 59 to 55% chance. Anthony maintaining the favorite status. And I mean, with two five and one teams, obviously, you're going to have stars all over the place. Stretch gets to roll out his new toy, and Cooper, go! Wait. He's also on by. Oof. So uh, Anthony dodges a bullet there. And, I mean, yeah, Cooper Cup, arguably the worst time on possible. The worst time possible to be on by because Stretch is going up against Anthony and a clash of five and one teams. Stretch also loses Adam Thielen and Devonta Smith. Anthony loses, though. Justin Jefferson on the other side. I think that's a pretty even trade, personally. You know, you're both down a stud top five receiver. Um, so you have to think those kind of balances out. So who replaces these stars, right? Stretch is going with Tyler Lockett as it currently stands. Now, don't look. What is Tyler Lockett's current wide receiver ranking right now? I would guess like 21. I, I already looked. It's wide receiver 13. Dang. Isn't that shocking? I was like, what? I he had like one of his 50-point weeks already or something? I think he had like a 25 or something like that. That's it? Um, but yeah, I was really shocked to see that. So that wasn't as bad of a start as I thought it was. So Stretch can kind of roll him in there with some confidence. <laughs> Meanwhile, Anthony is calling upon Tyler Boyd as it currently stands. And I'll be honest with you, I did not even know Tyler Boyd was rostered in our league. Um, he's, he's a guy. He's he's a guy. He's a break glass guy, which, I mean, when you have bye weeks, that's what he's for. So I, I think when you look at the, the bench spots of both teams, both of those choices make sense. Um, but what I'm really looking at is both teams have the potential to really make game-altering decisions that likely won't be made until the very last minute. I'm talking Sunday morning for stretch, right? He originally had Philip Lindsay in there. Are the Colts RBs going to miss again? They all look like they were going to trend to play that last week. All of a sudden, boom, they're out. So if something like that happens again, unlikely. But if it does, Lindsay might be a solid start. Is Melvin Gordon going to get his job back? He's currently in his starting lineup right now. You might know more intel as the week goes on. Is James Conner going to play? He could be that last spot. So there's a lot of different alternatives that Stretch could have there. As for Anthony, is DeAndre Swift going to play? He's not on his roster, but he has Jamal Williams. And I know it's a tough matchup against uh, Dallas, but you have to roll out Jamal Williams there if DeAndre Swift is out. Mm -hmm. He's proven that he's a really, really good back whenever DeAndre Swift is out. So you have to do that really over any other running back on his roster. Um, so 
looking at starting lineups, I think their starting wide receivers kind of cancel each other out. Their starting running backs kind of cancel each other out. I think this matchup hinges on drumroll, please. <laughs> Taysom Hill. Um, obviously, you have Travis Kelsey on the other side that he is just freaking matchup proof on this point. So can Taysom Hill put up enough points to even compete with the likelihood that Travis Kelsey puts up a 20-25? Josh Jacobs has been damn good, and there's no reason why he should slow down against Houston. And so I think Kelsey really gives Anthony that advantage. Josh Jacobs mm-hmm. really gives Stretch that advantage. So I think a lot to come down. Can Tyler Boyd make up that ground or can Taysom Hill make up that ground? I trust Stretch to make the decision, what I previously just mentioned about those last-minute decisions. I trust him to make a good decision, and that's why I am picking him. I really went back and forth on this one. Even on the pickums, I was like, Anthony, no Stretch. No Anthony, as I was looking at it. And my my gut's telling me Stretch. Are you guys rivals anymore? Right, I know. You're, you're I've been talking up. a you're lot of yeah, positive vibes over there. Jeez. Yeah, he's the worst. <laughs> there uh, we go. But... Yeah, I'm picking Stretch. I don't want to because obviously in the Cadoba division, I want to see him knock down a peg. But I think he gets the dub and he sends Anthony on a two-game losing streak. That's what I'm going to say. I'm taking Anthony. I think Travis Kelsey is the difference maker here. Um, and like I said, I, I'd like to see Brian Robinson out there. I guess you, you could say Tyler Boyd's got a, a floor, but he's he's inconsistent. Like three times under 10 this year. Um, and did you three say times Tyler Robinson, Tyler Boyd. Did I say Tyler? You Robinson? said Tyler Robinson. I was like, who are we talking about? That is the <laughs> zombie Halloween <laughs> Frankenstein mashup, right? Where you can play them both. Right. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so yeah, a lot of last minute decisions possible here, but I'm gonna take Anthony uh, to get the dub. I'm also going Anthony. I went back right, and losers. forth. I went back and forth. This was the hardest one of the week for me to choose. I initially had stretch, but then I decided to land on Anthony. And I think the X Factor, guys, is Zeke Elliott. Going up against Detroit, I think their lackluster run defense, he's going to have plenty of opportunities to score touchdowns. Not saying he's going to go you know, 150 yards by any means, but I think he's just going to have a lot of reds and opportunities. CeeDee Lamb is also questionable as of today with a hip injury. And Tyler Lockett is a no-go for practice today. Mm. So if Lockett is unavailable for stretch, where do you turn? It's not good. Robbie Anderson! You know what? <laughs> I, I have one more thing to add, and it's it's a storyline that I'm going to watch in this matchup. It's their trade from a couple weeks ago. Anthony is starting Jerry, Judy, and Zeke. Against the guy that traded them to him. So some revenge there for those guys. Stretch already moved on from Derrick Henry. And Devonta Smith is on a bye. So he doesn't get to deploy anything from that matchup. So we got a little trade back up. Some revenge for Zeke and Jerry Judy here maybe. That might make me switch my pick, man. I missed it earlier, but that's a storyline that I really want to see. That might make me switch my pick. You switching it live? Dude, you can't you can't ignore that revenge game. I know the trade. You know it was a big trade at the time, and then Stretch just moved on from everybody except for Devonta Smith. Just happens to be on by. No, I'm sticking with Stretch. I'm sticking with Stretch. Almost got him. Almost got him. But I I would not be surprised if a Zeke thirty bomb. (laughs) This is (laughs) this is revenge week. Okay, so two people picking Anthony, one person, me somehow picking Stretch. 
Uh, two teams coming into this one at five and one. One team only can exit six and one. Best record in the league is up for That'd grabs. Gentlemen, that is your week seven preview. I'm excited. Let's hope we can have more points than, you know, top score having 145 or whatever it was. Let's get on with the show. Broncos country. Let's ride. As always, follow us, this league underscore pod, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you're being nice, if you're feeling kind, maybe maybe five-star rating, maybe a comment, That's maybe you can good. share us with your mom. Um, or you can just 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 double hop from the Grand Canyon head first onto yeah, the light. Yeah, button. yeah, yeah, I like where that's going. That's right. Put a skewer in it and stick it on a shish kebab. Rotating meat cooker thingy yeah. and let it sit all day, yeah. and then you just eat it and grill it to like a nice medium rare. Yeah, get a nice little char on that like mm. button. Do you serve mashed potatoes with skewers? You gotta have a potato of get some a, like, sort. Mashed yeah. potato like button action and just num num num. Just click it, guys. You could just click. You could just, just click do it. that. You know, that's not fifty episodes of this. 50, 50, 50, 50. All right, I say we just roll out to that. I'm gonna hold it up to the microphone because, like I said, our thank you for. I have no idea how this sounds, so uh, thank you for. for Hopefully, we've been recording this whole time. Yeah, I know. Thank you. I was double checking. (laughs) Thank you for bearing with us. We're just going to ride out to the really nasty version that I'm just gonna put into the microphone, and we're just gonna scream fifty. So uh, if you guys want to join along, this is the best part, or you can just turn it off here. So uh, I'm Chris. Appreciate you guys listening. Love you guys. Go Bengals. Let's Ladies go Mixon. Peace. Go on, get We made it to episode 50, so let's get it. Yeah. 50. Y'all boys ready for 50. This? 50. 50. <laughs> 50. 50. 50. 50. 50. 50. 50. 50. 50. 50. 50. 50. All right. 51. <laughs> <laughs>Steven for that. That's awesome. All right. I mean, it's the only time we can use that. Yeah. Yeah. No. All right. Yeah. That will definitely be at the beginning of this one. We All could right. use it for season fifty. Twenty. Nice. Or just like intervals of fifty. One.
I mean, that's all he's going to do now. Episode 100 is going to be 100! 100! 100! Huh! They're 100. All right. Okay. Uh, okay. We did, right. We did the nice 